there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. And today, we're going to be sharing with you some of our favorite resources. We had a question uh, back a couple of weeks ago from you that you wanted to know some of the things that we like to use and some of the the resources that we use day to day. And so we thought we'd do a podcast on that because that's fun. And I would like to know, you know, what you guys use as well. So we're just going to kind of start the um, conversation. I'll start. My pastor uh, gave us this book um, title a couple of years ago. I guess it was now. Um, and, and I started reading this devotion daily, and it is so good. It's like drinking from a fire hydrant. It's New Morning Mercies from Paul David Tripp. So oh, good. Oh, love him. So good. I know. Wow. He is so wise. So wise. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's it's like the gospel every day. Like you're just <laughs> pull up to the table and have mm-hmm. a buffet every, every day. And you, He's you, a straight shooter, too. Yeah. And he yeah. is. Yeah. And says it in ways you can understand right. what he's talking about. Right. So that's one of the resources that I use every single day. So I, I do like a little devotional. And then one of the things that I've discovered, I, I've actually known this for quite some time, but um, anytime that I'm asked to lead devotions here uh, for our staff, um, I go back to a method that I learned from Ann Graham Lotz. Y'all probably heard me talk about this to your blue in the face, and I'm sorry about no, that. No, I love it. I do too. Yeah. I really had never um, delved in and studied God's word. I've always done, I had always done Bible studies before this time. And so on Anne Gray and Lutz's website, you can find um, her walk through this method. It's called the three questions method. And you ask three questions about any passage that you read. So anytime that I'm asked to lead devotions or speak or anything, I use that method to prepare and study uh, for that kind of thing. Um, and and so I do that oftentimes, but as far as a daily uh, time in God's word where I ask myself hard questions and I try to delve deep into what the meaning is, I use what they call a scribed Bible journal. Have y'all seen those? That's mm-hmm. fairly new in the last oh, couple of years. Um, so I use it. it. It's got a daily, you, you can, mm-hmm. it's got one sheet for every day in the week. It looks kind of like a journal, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. And um, you write the verse, first of all. And then you write any observations you have about the verse, any insight. A lot of times I'll look up words that are in a verse. Because I think one of the things mm. that we do when we study the Bible is we assume we know the meaning of a word, but we really don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. And so I'll write down that word and the definition and kind of think on that. And then kind of what I've gleaned. And then it has a place for a prayer and then a memory verse and then the things that you're thankful for. So it breaks that down into like a two-page spread. So you have two pages for every day, and you go through all of those steps to study God's Word. You can start anywhere. You can start, you know, uh, you, just with any verse. It doesn't have to be 10 verses. And that's what I want people to hear is that start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think one mm-hmm. of the great things that you've just talked about, too, is the importance of having some way to journal your thoughts out. Yeah. And having some sort of guided reading um, you know, supplement that helps you process what it is you're reading is really helpful. Yeah, and I'll say this. I'm a schizophrenic journaler. I love to journal, 
But if you see my journals, you know, I've told y'all time and time again, we'll if anything them. ever happens That's right. to me, we'll take dig care a of big you. hole. We're going to go burn in there. Them. Pinky swear. We're, 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 we got yeah. swear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. Okay. So you I have to do know. the same for us, too, okay. by the way. Yes, please. Because people will be like, she was flat out crazy. <laughs> because, you know, I'm like David in the Psalms, like one minute, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for everything you've given me. Where are you, God? That is hilarious. That's yes, cool. one page to the next. You're like, like a biblical example for what that. What happened? Yes. Absolutely yeah. right. So, well, so one funny. of the things you talked about with the um, Anne Graham Lotz's three questions. Yes. So if you go to our website, thelightfm.org, okay. there's a button at the bottom that says "Growing Deeper Guide." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we've got that very thing there yeah. on our website as a resource for anybody that might want to do that exact same thing. I didn't it shows you how to go mm-hmm. through the Bible. You can yeah. go through the entire Bible, 365 days of reading. Yeah. And then how do you process that? Mm-hmm. What's the, what are the questions you ask yourself? And then, um, I mean, it's not a journal guide, so you've got to come up with your own blank paper. But right. um, yeah, right. good tools to use. Yeah. yeah. So that's some of the ones that I use. Um, what about you guys? What about you, Tricia? My, honestly, the thing that I use Every single day, every single day, like literally every single day, is the U version Bible app. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So the U version Bible app, it's super easy. It's free. You just download it, and it has a story. They call it a story every day that includes a Bible verse. It includes a video kind of unpacking of that verse oh, by yeah. someone you may know, like Lecrae was um, just the other day, and. Jenny Allen, my love, all these different people. Lecrae was just the other day. Just the other day. It was Lecrae. (laughs) Yay, yay, I say. (laughs) Sorry, that was terrible. (laughs) The YouVersion Bible app is better than that. (laughs) I'm sure Lecrae would be very impressed. I'm not not 100% sure, but that's okay. (laughs) He he would be all right, I'm sure, with it. But it's wonderful. So it has the verse of the day. It has someone unpacking it in a video form, which is interesting to see. Like Mm -hmm. you'll see some of your favorite pastors that maybe you've heard of and you've never right. seen them like the, the the guys who do the bible project my kids love the bible project yeah. one of the guys on there i'm like look there's the guy from the bible project so that's cool but then it has um a devotional just a a one kind of page devotional about the verse it may touch on what the video message said but it may not it may look at the verse from a different way so you're getting the verse then you're getting one person's take on it. Then you're getting a written out devotional on it. Then you're getting a prayer for the day mm. and then the verse again. Well, the thing I love about the Bible app, too, is that if you are in a family or you have friends that would like to do it yep. with you, you can all do the same one together and like yes. post your thoughts. You can on invite mm-hmm. you can invite people who are on the Bible app. You can invite people who aren't. It gives you this really easy little icon and you can yeah. you can send them a text that says, will you read this Bible plan with me? And I actually did that this morning to someone who hasn't been going to church, but she was sort of, we were having a conversation. I said, hey, let's do a Bible plan together. And she said, okay. So I just sent her that this morning. Wow. So using the Bible app link. As a ministry tool. Yeah. It's a ministry tool. It is. I love that so much. And I pair that with my own journal, just exactly. I've got my journal with me here. And I even have like thoughts from Go ahead what and read was us your said. latest. Ending. Nope, I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. I love it. <laughs> but mine is exactly like yours. Yeah. Like some days I'm like, thank you, Lord, and then other days I will not read you what I have I said. I know, right? It is crazy, but it lets me get those thoughts out, and I reflect on the verse and how it relates to my life. Yeah. And sometimes I'll use it in uh, the stuff that I say on air right. because I find it so 
meaty and helpful for me. I want it to help somebody else. So that's one of my favorite tools. Here's the thing I just want to touch on real quick, because I think that we live in a society where you you can drive through and get food. You can drive through and get your dry cleaning. You can drive through now and get your grocery. I mean, you know, like mm-hmm. everything is instant. That I find that my greatest challenge is not necessarily spending time in God's word. It's thinking about mm-hmm. what oh, I've yeah. read yeah, and God's like, like, mm-hmm. like, I just want something like, oh, just give me a little bite, you know? Like, if we ate mm-hmm. like that, we'd all die, right? <laughs> right, right. But we don't actually sit down. Like, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but, like, at the beginning of the day when I have my quiet time, sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't remember the verse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's that time. I think that's one of the things that journaling helps me do. It helps me to think a little bit about the verse so that I can actually apply it. Because, you know, if you don't remember it, if it doesn't affect you, if it doesn't make a difference in your day, you're you're wasting your time. Wasn't there a quote like, it's like soap? You got to apply it to oh, you, yeah. for it to yeah. actually take effect or Absolutely. something like that. Right. If you can have soap, if you're not rubbing it on it, you, right? you're not getting clean. So you really good. should do that multiple times a day. Yes. <laughs> your hands. So good. As often as you need. So good. Yeah. Soap it up. It's right. true. Absolutely. And the Bible app also will give you an image of the verse. So I, I have oftentimes printed that verse out and I'll put it up like in the car, in the bathroom or something so yeah. that I, I can see it throughout the day mm. so that I can remember it. Because for me, like I'll get all soaped up in the morning and then I'll be thinky by the middle of the day. Yeah. And so having that physical reminder, reminder. of the verse helps me yeah. to reflect on it and keep it in mind um, and, and apply it to my life. Because you're right. It, if you're not thinking about how it applies to your life, it's it's a nice thing to memorize, but it won't have the strength. Yeah. That, that you need. Yeah. That's so that's so my favorite. I've got one more resource that I wanted to tell you about that I, I just, I'm just so excited about this. Okay. It's called Faith Gateway Online Bible Studies. Okay. They are free, as in free, as in no money. Faith Gateway Online Bible Studies. You sign up for them uh-huh. and like they do this every six to eight weeks. They'll bring a new author in with a Bible study, I have done. That's how I learned about Jenny Allen, who huh. I'm just so enamored with because mm-hmm. she talks about the mind. Lisa Whittle and Graham Lotz did one. Fantastic. It's been amazing. Um, Crystal Hurd. It, it's been an amazing um, group of authors and Bible studies. And they'll do a video every single week. You'll mm-hmm. get the video on Monday. They'll check in with you on Wednesday. And there are huh. things for you to do each day. Um, supporting that. Do you get yeah. to and pick free. the author? Like, do you well, no, pick? they do it. Like, okay. So they'll say, okay, this next study is going to be Tony Evans. Okay. And you can sign up with your email address, and every week you will receive this in, the, in, your, in your inbox. Mm-hmm. And you can watch it and listen to it and think about it. Um, I have bought the books oftentimes. I think that's probably how they make their money. Of course, they need to keep money going. I bought, I bought the books, but they're at a reduced price. But it's a, if you don't want to buy the books, you don't have to because you can download some of it and they do the video devotions. I have loved it. And it's called Faith Gateway Online Bible Studies. And I just would recommend that super mm-hmm. duper highly. Mm-hmm. So what do you girls do to make sure that what you're listening to is um, good biblical teaching? That it is trustworthy, that mm-hmm. they're not going to lead you astray, mm-hmm. that they're not going to teach you biblical or anti-biblical truths. Mm-hmm. You know, I think <laughs> I go back to something that I heard Ruth Graham say a long time ago. She said she sat with two police officers who worked in Scotland Yard, and they worked in the um, counterfeit division. 
And she said, well, what do you do to prepare for your job? You must study a lot of counterfeits. And I'm like, oh, no, ma'am, we study the real thing. Mm. So that when a counterfeit comes through, we mm. automatically know. Oh, that's great. That and, is good. and that is, you know, kind of the filter. And, and here's what I want you to, to, to hear on this podcast, too, is that um, we never endorse you basing your theology on a song. Although songs are wonderful and we play a lot of great songs, but some of them only focus on part of the theology, right? That's right. And so we don't base it on songs or even movies. You know, I mean, you have to look, and, and Scripture speaks mm-hmm. to um, taking the whole counsel of Scripture and and allowing your theology to be based on that. And so I, I don't know that I actually have a, a system um but anytime I start anything new, I ask God to to point out anything that might be, you know, if, I, if I'm looking for something. Oftentimes, it's like mm-hmm. this conversation, somebody will recommend it. I had somebody reach out on Facebook mm-hmm. even today and say, have you read this book? And I was like, no, I haven't. And they're like, I'd highly recommend it. I'm really enjoying it. So a lot of times those recommendations come from people I trust. Right. Or people um, you know that are from, spiritually, spiritually spir- mature. Right. Or, from my um, pastor. Right. Um, from, you know, ladies that I'm in community with at church, you know, a lot of times. So a lot of times it comes from uh, something different. But I have had situations where people have challenged, even Bible studies that I've led and said, you know, doctrinally, is this really what you want to be teaching? And and after some, you know, I don't, I don't ever, I also heard this. Uh, uh, I think John Acuff said this, that uh, uh, a leader who will not allow people to question them will always do questionable things. Mm-hmm. So, and if anybody ever questioned one of the Bible studies I was leading or something that I said, always, you know, went back to try to um, not justify, but but to strengthen my position on that and, and to let them know where I was coming from, from doctrinally. But I, I think, I think it is in this day and time where um, Christian resources is a very broad term. That's you do true. have to be careful right. and you've got some great ones that that you can kind of use as a filter. Yeah, well, and one of the... Oh, go ahead. oh, oh I was just going to say, it, it it has to be biblically oriented. Right. right. It right. cannot be, well, this is the thought that I felt put on my heart or whatever. It it has to be biblically oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and a teacher that I feel confident in. Yeah. For no, me, before I'll dive into it. But no and trust their history. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. And yeah. and just like you're saying with the songs and things like that, this could be one person's experience. But if it's not based in the Bible, what the Bible says, the Bible as infallible, then I the hairs on the back of my neck start to stick up. Like I did a Bible study the other day. I, I, I did a sample reading of one, and I, I opened it up, and I was like, huh, I don't know. That feels a little bit uh, woo-woo to me. It, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of Bible verses. It was more woo than Bible. And I'm like, I think I'll pass on that one. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Well, I read this great um, blog from this woman named Natasha Crane. Mm-hmm. Who it's, There's both a blog and she has a new podcast that she just released started in January. Um, where she talks about 10 different ways that you can... Um, kind of judge your Christian author to see if what they're saying lines up with Scripture. That that they might be subtly and not necessarily intentionally right. leading you astray. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if somebody says, hey, I don't believe in the Trinity, or I don't right. think Jesus is 100% the, God and 100% man... But they're they're very rarely that obvious. Right, yeah. yeah. So, there's, so she's got a great one. We'll link it in the show notes, the... Um, 
Just the give us a couple her blog. So those, the one I like. found that was the most interesting was number 10, actually, which said they make claims about what it means to love others without addressing what it means to love God. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So you're focusing more on loving other people. Like yep. a social than a yep. God. Gospel. Focusing mm-hmm. more on the social gospel and less on um, true biblical truth God-oriented and God-oriented, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they make it a point to separate a relationship with Jesus from religion. So there's that whole movement of it's about a personal relationship with Jesus. There's no it's 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 about relationship, not religion. And yes, that's true. It's mm-hmm. about a personal relationship with Christ. But there's also so much um, important stuff in religion that you have to be really careful to make sure that it's not just about the way you feel, mm. that it's also about what biblical truth is. Right. Um, so that was another great one that she had on there. Um, she said, true religion glorifies God and isn't something Christians should denounce. And she cites James one twenty seven as her um, biblical yeah, I, well, and I think, I mean, going back to that very statement, I feel like we need to address that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the intention of that statement, I think, when it was first made, because I think we've probably all said that at some point in our lives, that it was to um, to to not let it to be check the, checking the boxes. Absolutely. Because Correct. you can check all the boxes and be totally lost. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is true. Right. But there are a lot of things from our, you know, I go back to, I'm old fashioned. So I love the new songs, but man, there's nothing like hymns. Mm -hmm. Like there's such good doctrine and Mm -hmm. solid theology Mm -hmm. in in some of the older hymns of the church. And I love those. But um, those are the kinds of things that that you can't throw out and just say, oh, it's all about a relationship. It's not just an emotional thing that you feel. Feeling, Mm -hmm. that's right. right. It's 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 not just a list that you check off, and it's not emotion. It's somewhere in the middle, the marriage of the, the two. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And yeah. that's her point. Yes. Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. Good. And looking at that, and everything that we put in our brains, everything we f- we let feed us, your diet. Through, yes. Through a lens of is it biblical? Mm. You know, are yeah. they really promoting actual biblical truth? Right. Or are they promoting? you know, a more progressive Christianity, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's talk about loving the world first and then let's talk about loving God, mm-hmm. you know, second. Yeah. Um, and getting it all all mixed up. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm just thinking to myself, um, in your daily time, have you run across anything, what well, you said you had recently, um, run across something that didn't didn't feel exactly right, and I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of times the Holy Spirit will do that. It's like, yes, I just need to stay away from that because mm-hmm. somebody sent me a podcast, um, and I started listening to it, and it was good information. But what you put into your mind, but it, it wasn't necessarily spiritual, mm-hmm. and, and lining up with my values and beliefs as a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good information, you know. So I think you have to just be careful about. What you lean on for those things, because there are a lot of good motivational speakers. That's right. Yes. Yes. True. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good motivational speakers who can get you charged up and ready. Right. Um, but sometimes they don't do a real good job at saying, you know, I hate to break it to you, but there ain't nothing that you can conquer 
without God's help, mm-hmm. and there ain't nothing that can conquer you with his help. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they leave out that peace and that abiding in Christ kind of peace. So mm-hmm. I think you, you do have to be careful of those things. And you mentioned it, Carol. you got to pray. You pray first. Sure. You pray before you start something like that and ask yeah. God to really reveal it to you. And he, he does it to the hairs on the back of your neck or mm-hmm. just a, <laughs> a, I think I heard a pastor say, pay attention to the tension. Yeah. If you're feeling a little bugged by it, pay attention to that. So, and, but here's also what I want to warn against, because sometimes that can be conviction. I did a oh, Bible well, study, and it too. took me seven years. I'm not kidding. Seven years to finish it. Mm-hmm. Seven years. I think it's a 10-week study. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a minute. A long time. And it <laughs> took me seven years to get all the way through it, but it wasn't because I didn't agree. It was because it was so hard. And yeah. and, and, yeah. and Bible study, I, in my opinion, should be hard work. Mm-hmm. It should oh, be sure. hard Challenging work. work. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, you know, I go back to something my dad said, if it is easy, everybody would be doing it. You right. Know, that right, kind right. of thing. Mm-hmm. And and so if God is really working on you in an area, don't say, well, I just don't have a piece about this because you're convicted. Because well, I think mm-hmm. we can do that in church circles. You mm-hmm. know the difference. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. My mentor was like, you finished that Bible study? I was like, no, I'm, I'm mad at the teacher and I'm not going back. You know, I was pouting a little bit. <gasps> so, but it took me seven years. So I just wanted to mention that because I think we can do that in our in our journey to try to make ourselves feel better. Well, the but, tension means something. Right. And it may mean that you're being convicted, you're being challenged. Right. Or it may mean that there's something off about it. So whatever the tension, if you feel tension, examine it. That's a great time to journal. And I think it's also really good to, to take it to somebody that you trust as a mentor mm-hmm. or spiritual guide, you know, somebody that you know your pastor Mm -hmm. um also somebody in your church if you have a mentor to take it to them and say hey what do you think about this i'm I'm having a you know and if you have a good mentor which i did and still do to this day she'll say no you need to get back in that (laughs) of course i never said i don't like what this is saying but you know she just knew she needed to stay Mm -hmm. after me to to complete that that process so i think that speaks too to the importance of small groups yeah that you build those relationships with people and that's the that's the model that Jesus used. Mm-hmm. You know, he preached to the 5,000, but then he had his 12 people that he got together with on a regular basis. Yeah. And then he had the three that he did life on life with. Yeah. And it's finding those two other people or three other people that you can really go to. There's somebody who's somebody who's spiritually mature or a couple of people that are more spiritually mature than you are who you can check those kinds of doctrine things off of and yeah. say, hey, what are you listening to yeah. that I should be listening to? Where can I get some... Uh, good resources. Who are some good authors that you can trust and mm-hmm. um, put your faith in that they're not going to take you down a right anti-biblical tangent? Right. Mm-hmm. So I know we've we've given you a lot of resources. Are there some other things that you wanted to mention? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of great things that I use. Okay. Um, one is a st- great study Bible. Yeah. I think everybody should have a really good solid study Bible so that as you're looking at scripture, you can go to somebody else's. Um, information on it and unpack it a little bit. Some of the great ones do a comparison of uh, different scriptures to different scriptures. So um, my study Bible that I use is the John MacArthur study mm-hmm. Bible. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, and then some some resources to study the actual scripture with. Commentaries, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned some the need for commentaries and looking up words to yeah. addiction, Bible dictionaries. Um, a good commentary that I've used is the uh, Women's Evangelical commentary. It's written by uh, two ladies who were wives of um, seminary, uh, Southern Baptist um, seminary presidents. Mm. So they um, 
smart women, and mm-hmm. it's written from women to women to help women understand the Bible. Oh, that's, that's right. Good. Mm-hmm. Then the third one, very heady. But if you really want to go deep in doctrine and figure out what's true and what's not true, uh, Wayne Grudem has yeah. written, I mean, he's written a really big book called Systematic Theology, which is mm-hmm. over 1,200 pages. But he created a condensed version that's more like 400 like pages. The cliff, thank notes, you, Wayne. Right? <laughs> the cliff notes, which is still a lot, but um, called Bible Doctrine. Mm. And so for systematic theology, what you're doing is you're taking all of Scripture and seeing what it says about a sp- specific topic. So what does all of Scripture say about the manhood of Jesus mm. or the godliness of Jesus or the person of the Holy Spirit? Um and unpacks all of that. It's really heady, but it is so super deep and, and so good. And I think we need to mention here that no matter where you find yourself in your relationship with God, you may be a new believer or you may have been a believer for 50 years. You know, wherever you are on that timeline, there is never a, a bad time to start studying deeper. True. Like Man. whatever it's you're true. doing um Find a way to study at a deeper level. And, you know, I mean, I know systematic theology, that makes my head hurt even to say those two words together because I don't feel very smart and I, I'm, I, some of that scares me. But don't let it frighten you. Like, go ahead and, and take a, a, a look at it because I think one of the things, if you and I, I mean, we all do this, we have kids, if our kids run into a problem, we try to find all the resources that we can to help them. And we read and we study and we try to come up with new ways. You know, when your kids are little, you read all the books, like what to expect when you're expecting, yes. you know. Same yes. kind of situation as we grow in our relationship mm-hmm. with Christ and as True. we get a, a, a deeper understanding of who he is and how he loves us and how fully we are accepted and how much he wants for us um, to share that with other people. As you learn more about that, it kind of just opens your window just a little little wider um, every single day. And you're able to appreciate that even more. But don't let that scare you off. Because I, I think we're probably talking to people in all different sure. places in their faith. So don't be afraid to, to explore something new. I was going to say, um, in your... In, so let's say you study your Bible in the morning, mm-hmm. then you got the whole rest of the day. And as we talked about, you're soaping up in the morning, but you get stinky as the day goes on. Right. I wanted to just share a couple of the resources that I use to try to keep my mind in a good place mm. when I'm not Great. in the midst of mm-hmm. my Bible study on my bed, you know, in the morning. Um, I, the music on the Light FM. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. I listen to it when I'm not here because... I need my mind to stay in the right place. Sure. Um, if you're hanging out with your family, the the the, the show Chosen mm. is really good. It's 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 biblically oriented, and they've got the theologians that are helping them, so they're not overstepping boundaries. But it helps you to visualize the stories that you may or may not have read, so that you're you're, you're seeing a person doing the things that you're reading about. And for me, I'm, I'm a visual person that yeah, helps me, me understand it. And the the person who plays Jesus, I, uh, poor guy, I mean, how can you imagine playing Jesus? But he does a great job in bringing um, uh, some humanity to this, to our wonderful Lord. He, he has a, a sense of humor. He takes things lightly. He takes things seriously. It, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful look at what you're reading in your Bible. And you can watch that with your family, with your kids, you know, on your date night or whatever. 
Also, reading. I like to read Christian fiction, like the Mitford series. I don't know if you've ever read that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a great fiction series. Uh, Francine Rivers yeah. writes some great Redeeming stuff. Love, Redeeming Love, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Right. Sarah Thomas, if you don't know, Sarah Loudon Thomas. She's a local girl from Black Mountain who has written some incredible Christian fiction. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so good. Yeah, so find something mm -hmm. uh, to supplement, you know, yeah. your, your time with God. Um, we've come up with a ton of resources, and we know it's like, you know, drinking out of a fire hydrant <laughs> right. to kind of write all those down, especially if you're driving or washing dishes or whatever, your hands are otherwise occupied. That's why we're going to list all this for you in the show notes today because uh, it's been a great discussion. I've enjoyed hearing what you girls turn to, and uh, so thank you for sharing that. And uh, we want to say a great big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East mm -hmm. Tennessee for sponsoring this season of the Girl Talk podcast, Engaging Conversations About Authentic Faith. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast. <laughs>